So we made it to podcast number three. Yep. I'm pumped. Love it. I can't believe we made it this far. You know what? <laughs> I am I am excited. I I'm excited. There's we just got, too much uh, to talk about. We had two really good podcasts, and we had a lot of feedback from a lot of people, and a lot of it was positive, and all the haters, they were really quiet. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, they weren't. No, not, no, on, this no, not on this end. Yeah. I, I, got, I, got some, I got some personal DMs about uh, uh, some, of the, some of the topics that we had. But this is the this is the important thing. We have three different opinions, three different guys from three different worlds. But still you know? love the one industry. Yeah, that's right. We're trying to make a, a difference in the industry. Yes. And so, and sometimes you know what we get carried away because we uh, we were passionate about what we're talking that's about. That's the bottom line. So yeah. we we told ourselves from day one when we were working on this that we wanted to start a conversation, a real conversation. Yes. Yeah. These are real conversations. Pose real questions. Three different opinions. Yes. You know what? We've gone out to dinner too many times and had great conversations, stimulating conversations, and that's why we're here. Yep. And so this is number three. Yep. To the left of me, I've got Mike from Credix Contracting. Thank you. And uh, directly in front of me, I got my boy Carlito from Credix Contracting. <laughs> and to the left of me, I've got Manny from Hardcore Renos. <laughs> <laughs> and today's topic for our podcast number three, we, we titled it uh, Contractor Negotiations. Yeah, yeah, this is an interesting one. This, this is an interesting one yeah. because we basically feel that as contractors, we always need to negotiate our skill set. That's right. Our career choice, our decisions, our livelihood, constantly, every, everything, everything. We're, we're negotiating with subtrades. We're negotiating with suppliers. We're negotiating with clients, and we feel why, yeah, why, why, why do we have to negotiate? Why do we always have to else? justify what we do for a living? Well, the the only one good thing about the negotiations or or trying to explain why we cost so much or cost so little is we get to actually educate some people on construction and, and things that are changing. Yeah. And some people aren't aware of it. They, they'll, they'll watch TV, they'll uh, listen to the radio, oh, don't they'll bring, listen don't bring to the their TV friends. Thing in, do you? They'll, listen, they'll listen to their friends. Uh, Critics um, is not affiliated with uh, Hardcore Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, have, they'll have family members that give them opinions. And you know what, at the end of the day, you, you really have to trust the contractor that's in front of you, and that's the person you should be Have you guys with. been in those meetings before where you're sitting at a table, and you're the one contractor on the one side of the table, and on the other side of the table, you have your clients, then you have your client's best friends on both sides, then you have your client's family members on both sides. You've got about a dozen people on that side of the table, and they're all telling you what to do. No, that's and dinner. <laughs> no, no, no. It, happen, it happens a lot. It happens a yeah. lot. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot more of it in PDI ins inspections, like uh, like a, a delivery for yeah. a home and yeah. so on. But there's so many opinions, and you never actually really get anywhere. But and why not kind of listen to the professional, the one that's been... The guy that you hired, you mean? Yeah. The guy that does it every day? Yeah. I mean, if, if a homeowner or a client or another contractor knows so much, why don't they just do it themselves? Yeah. Really, let's just start with that. Well, that's the funny thing is they think that... Sorry. No, sorry, that's Mike. okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. They, they think that they know so much because of what you just said earlier where they've seen all the shows, they've read all the articles, and they've been on Pinterest, and they've been on House, and they figure it's really easy to do. But I don't want to do the really hard things that could actually make my house collapse. I'll let you take care of that part. Again, they're only opinions, right? True. 
What are you going to say, Mike? Oh, no, I was just going to say that if the client is willing to basically interview you as a contractor, then they should be willing to trust you. And, uh, you know, if, if that's not the case, if they're going to come at me and say, okay, well, you do the hard stuff and we'll do all the lipstick, uh, can you do it for this price? And I'm going to say no. You know, there's, there's certain things where I just won't, t- I won't do it. Like, I won't. I want to pose the biggest negotiation that most contractors go through I'm sure you guys have gone through it. I've gone through it once before, and it pissed me off. Um, the final payment. Oh, I hate the final payment. The final no, payment. Not really. Like, it's not a problem. How is it? You've never paid. had the problem where I've you had, had the final the payment and you it's had not, a client. It's not, well, not a major and it problem. And it was a little rough on the job, and, and it got to the point where you didn't get along, and all of a sudden the final payment came along, and they felt, well, I understand I owe you this much, but I'm only going to give you this much. Well, but, but hang well, on a second. On board. And, and, you, and you said something <laughs> really important here. They're holding back this money, but they want us to give them a warranty, a, a warranty and a guarantee about the work for the mm. next one year, three years, five yep. years, whatever it may be in the contract. Yep. So why are they holding back on that? Because they have a warranty and they have a guarantee. Okay, but hang on a second. If they're holding back on it, uh, like, what have you experienced? Are they holding back because the job's not done properly, or is it just because they want to be a bunch of, you know? Can I tell really my story? I want to tell my story. Oh, I like this. I want to okay. hear this. I'll oh, tell story you my time. I'll tell you my story. story of the only time. one client that I did not get along with. You're not going to name his name here, are no, you? No, I'm not going <laughs> to name any names here. But the thing is, nobody has seen the images of the job. Okay. Nobody has seen the progress of the job. Nobody's seen the finished images of the job. And the job was a hardcore rental. It was done to the max. And I learned a valuable lesson on that job. Ultimately, the last payment came about, and it was supposed to be about 11000 and change or something like that. And as always, my guys get paid. doesn't matter if I've gotten the money or not. The guys get paid, right? And the clients felt, because there was a little bit of a rough patch, and I'll explain the rough patch. The clients felt that I didn't deserve the 11000 and change. I only deserved 4000 so wow. I so, said, okay, that's fine. And this is what sparked it. Um, I, in my contract, I was uh, hired to do a kitchen rental. And there was a set time for the kitchen countertop. And it was a, a, a natural slab, a stone slab. And it was fabricated. And it was a tricky deal to do it, right? So it was an island. And it was also a, a, a perimeter. My fabricator was nice enough to pull it off really quick. He actually did it in two and a half weeks. And it was three pieces. He brought it in, and she was over the moon and happy about it. Then he brought it in, and one measurement was off, like a tiny measurement was off. And it was right beside a a range. So we could have moved it over a tiny bit and made the space between the range and the stone equal to the left side, uh, but then there would have been a big gap on the drywall side. And I don't like that. I want stone to go right to the drywall. I want yeah, to I like clean. that too. Yeah. So I said, I'm, I'm not happy with this. And I told the clients I'm not happy with this. So I'm, uh, I've spoken to the fabricator. They're going to redo it. They're going to get it done within another week and a week and a half. And they'll have it ready. So she says, okay, that's fine. That's great, right? So it's still well within my guidelines and my contract where it takes X amount of time for me to get this stone in there fabricated done. Right. So all of a sudden, she agrees to that. She's fine. Everything's still smooth. And then what happens is a few days go by and she calls me up and she goes, listen, is it okay if I call your fabricator? And I'm like, for what purpose? And she goes, I just want to let them know that I'm upset. And I said, well, I know they're, they know. I've spoken to them. They're well aware of this. They're actually setting me priority to get this done and get it back in here. No problem, right? She goes, okay, fine. So the next day, 
I'm calling my fabricator up on another job and I'm just talking to her. I'm like, hey, okay, cool. That's all good. And uh, she goes, okay, well, I'll talk to you later on. No problem. Then about 20 minutes later, she calls me back and she goes, man, you don't understand what's going on. And I'm like, why? What's going on? She goes, your client, they actually emailed us 830 in the morning complaining, rant. Then they called at 1030 to speak to somebody, rant. And then I just got off the phone in the afternoon with the scheduling. And that's when she called me back because she called again to rent. Well, and I don't even like where you're going with this because honestly, the, 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 the customer has hired you to deal with this. So why is she now getting involved? And I'm dealing and with not it. trusting you. I'm and I'm dealing with it. So as soon as that third phone call went in there, the second phone call and the first email went in there, uh, I stop all communications through verbal. Nothing's done in person and everything's done on a paper trail. Course, you have to. So I send an email to my clients and I ask them politely, stop contacting my fabricator. You have no right to do that. They are well aware of how important this is to get it in there. They are working on it and they're going to get it in there well within the time limit that's in the original contract. They flipped on me. They said, how dare you speak to us like that? How dare you not side with us? We're the ones that are in the wrong. They're, uh, the, they, they should be bending over backwards and taking care. They are. I tried to explain to them. So for whatever reason, this just went downhill. So right. that's, that's halfway through. So we finished the job, and it got to the point where she refused to be on the job site if I was on the job site. And it, there was a few other moments that during the course of the job that went on that she was just, for lack of a better word, if anybody's seen the movie Gone Girl, she became Amy. I didn't like the way I was being treated. I was being disrespected. But the one lesson I did learn is every single rental that I've done, I've never walked away from it. You know what? And, and Never. I, I can say the same thing, and I'm, I, I respect you for that. I did everything to the letter. I even did it to more than the letter, and I finished the job exactly as I said I would. I, the, 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 the satisfaction I got is when it was finished there, the last day I was there, we were wrapping up and cleaning things up, and a girlfriend of hers came in. And we were both, all three of us are in the kitchen there, and I'm just overseeing everything, and she's in the room, my client, and then her girlfriend comes in, and the girlfriend's just like, oh. Gorgeous, gorgeous, absolutely beautiful, beautiful, stunning, stunning. All this, like nonstop. And my client would not acknowledge that at all. Wouldn't look at me, wouldn't introduce me to her, nothing at all. So what was the actual hidden agenda here? I don't know. Never I figured that out. I really don't know and I didn't care. All my guys asked me, why aren't you going to photograph this job and why aren't you going to show it? And I just said, this job left such a bad taste in my mouth that it really pissed me off that I was treated with such disrespect. But I still delivered everything. Then I had to go fight the $11,000 on top of that. Because you ended up paying for it. Because I actually finished the job. I yeah. finished everything I said I was going to do. And my, my fabricator ate the extra costs on the slab and everything like that, and they finished it. So I'm like, I'm fighting it. So it became a month and a half of fighting over and over in this whole negotiation crap. And I was getting really, really fed up. And what really upset me was that it was taking a toll on me mentally and physically on my next job that I was working on. Wow, sounds like a lot of jobs we've been on. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, Shut so up. what am I going to do? Shut up. <laughs> what, what am I going to do? Am I going to continue this way and keep bartering and, and bullshitting? Ultimately, we agreed on, uh, I lost, I ended up losing just over $900. It was like $914. That's a clean getaway. I know, that's exactly what I heard. I heard guys, other guys have heard, like lost tens of thousands. Yeah. Almost when you have added it all up, it's like hundreds of thousands. I was lucky that I only lost $912, right? But I didn't like the way I was treated, and I didn't like that this became a negotiation, and I didn't do anything wrong. None of my guys did anything wrong. Nothing. We didn't do anything wrong. Why were we being 
held ransom. Basically, we right. were being held ransom. Why? I've lost a lot of money in this business. This is a school of hard knocks. And, you know, yeah. at an early age, a lot of people took advantage of me, especially builders. Uh, I'd be working for co other contractors and they would give me the same old line, 30 to 60 days. It's always 30, 60 days. Listen, when we talked like about this, paid? when we talked about this, no one ever mentioned 30 to 60 days. And you know what? I'm paying for it. My and guys get paid the day that they finish. And a lot of times me and Mike are paying our, our trades before it's even paid I for have by, to. The, by the, by the homeowner. I have to. I eat it. I, I have the money and I have to pay it. Yeah. And you know, when it comes down to negotiations, a lot of times we've already made this contract and we've made it very clear. So why are they changing it at the very end? Why can't we just stay on track, why fix do you... the problem and move forward? When I made a contract that protected me and people read that contract, they would run. They hated negotiating with me. They didn't have, they were scared. When they saw a contract oh, that was well put together, yeah. that covered them and me, yeah. they had wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah. And then when I then I had to then I had to find a a, a, a contract that would like not intimidate medium. people. Yeah. That, that the words weren't overwhelming. Um. That that made it feel like the homeowner had more of an edge than we did. But you know what they forget? This is our full time job, yeah. and if we don't get paid from them, we're not getting paid. So we have bills. But when we negotiate, we should be negotiating at the beginning of the contract. Well, this and we should stick to the rules. Basically, <laughs> what I was trying to get to was you lost $912.13 or whatever it was. I didn't say anything about pennies. Uh, but uh, okay, whatever. You got it right down to $912. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't sleeping. You know why? Because one day I want to bump into them in a cafe and I'm like, fuck you. No, but $912. All right. <laughs> it's Listen, it's $900. You're, you did. You walked away clean. I'm it's not even joking. I agree. It's really it's the principle. Well, it is the principle. Yeah. Then that's where I was getting at. Like, I mean, if I'm doing a job and I'm working for someone and I expect to get paid every week or whatever, if I'm working in a factory or if I'm working in a, a grocery store or I'm flipping burgers or whatever, I expect that money. I rely on that money every week. Her taking the $912 off of you is basically taking money off of your guys yeah. as well. Right. But you're nice enough. Like the rest of us are, we make sure that our employees are paid. This is what most people don't realize. And this is what really bothers me with respects to what we're talking about today, the whole the contractor negotiation. We have a livelihood just like everybody else, you know? And when you guys start ripping us off for no apparent reason, because I don't know about everybody else that's out there, but we do our best all the time. And yeah, we are human. There's going to be mistakes. But you know what? It's how you get up from those mistakes and redeem yourself. So that being said... I expect to get paid and I expect to get paid in full. I don't want to take money out of Carlito's hands. I don't want to take money out of any of my guys' hands. I want to make sure that the price that I negotiated or my price, sorry, the price that they wanted to negotiate. Or what you agreed on. Or what we agreed on. Thank you, Carlito. That's what I'm expecting. I'm not expecting no more, no less. So even when I come to the table at the beginning, when we first meet and we do this contract, I'm not coming expecting to get chopped down. I'm going to give you my price. If you're not going to take my price, we are not going to work together. That's it. Well, I'm not going to drop it, not even 300. I also have a story, if oh, I may. Uh, do you have a pillow? Uh, <laughs> you guys better by this week. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's very nice. And I mean, he knows exactly where this is coming from. But uh, or that Carlito is anyways, because we work together every single day, like every single day. But I recently just priced out a job we were doing and um it uh, you, you know what i can say numbers of course i can of course came out to seventy thousand three hundred dollars 
Okay, $70,300. That was the price for the renovation. But that's just before, the way it works out with that's the numbers. Just, oh, exactly. Before so, tax, you know, this, before tax. This was before tax. So this guy's like, comes at me and he's like, Mike, you're a good kid. You know, you guys are good. Everything's good. I like everything. Seven, and he pats me on the shoulder and he says 70000 I said, no. I said, it's $70,300. And he turns to me and he goes, Mike, come on. It's 300 bucks. I said, yeah. That's $300 that I have to pay my guy for the day. That's allotted in the price. I need that money. And he basically turned to me and goes, Mike, it's $300. So why don't you go the Take other way down. then? No. No, go, yeah, go yeah, $70,600. Well, it's just $300. It's just $300. It's, oh, you know what? That's good. I should have said that. I'm glad you guys it, didn't fall asleep, wait, by wait, the wait. way. It, it, I'm not finished. I'm not finished. Stop. I like Let this. Me finish. I like this. I like so anyways, this. he basically tapped me on the shoulder and he kept saying, Mike, it's $300. And I said, you know what, guys? It is. It's $300 that you're trying to negotiate with me in less than 30 seconds. So at the end of the day, he basically shook my hand and he looked at me straight in the eyes. He goes, 70300 and it is. And he you know what? Now you're both happy? Yeah, exactly. And Perfect. And I want you to finish. Yeah. And, and how did you get those numbers? I, square feet? Square, it's not. Yeah. No, Carlito. Yeah, square, absolutely. We, square we've, we're, we're figuring out Days. what it takes to run exactly. a, a business. Exactly. So now $300, dude. You know, that's... That's did one you, of our guys not eating. Did you finish the job and he paid you the full amount, seventy thousand three hundred? Yeah, he totally did. It's so awesome. Actually, he became he, he, he became, became one of our friend. Yeah, well, it's actually our, it's really good. So the, basically, you did all that negotiating right in the beginning. But here's the thing: so if you're going to negotiate my price, so say I would have came down to sixty five thousand dollars. Say he negotiated me another five grand. Be honest, guys. If you guys were to accept that deal, would you have your full heart into that renovation knowing no, no, that that guy no, just chopped no. you down? Or would you not even take the job? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take the job. I, it's, exactly. not that, it's not that I wouldn't take the job. Okay. I, I, think it's, I think it's insulting for both of us. Exactly. For, for him to think that we're taking advantage of him or for the extra 300 bucks, <coughs> it's insulting to me. And it's insulting to him that he, he wants to negotiate on this and he thinks that there's a bargaining table to, be, to, to play with. So it's, Instead of taking a sacrifice of taking something out of the job for 300 bucks he wants to keep it and he wants to save 300 what does that tell you though so tell me this looking at him straight in the eye him negotiating an extra 5,000 and again this didn't happen it was only the 300 dollars. but i'm saying if a job is like 50,000 and they try to chop you down to like 40 well are they ready for the renovation no that's what you got to ask yourself no. so as soon as they start negotiating thousands of dollars it tells me right off the bat You're it's a red flag. Serious... I need to walk okay, away. Okay, yeah. but there, there's something more that's being uh, that's that's happening here. There is uh, there is many years that people have allowed themselves to be taken advantage of. A lot of people that are desperate in this industry and they have a, a collapsed or given in to homeowners. So basically, these other guys that are in the same business that we're in are weaker or more desperate. They make it harder for guys like us. But we did well, sign up. We did sign up to negotiate. That's the name of the game. We're, yeah, we're, it's, we it's are fine. in the business. But we, okay, but in all fairness, we want to negotiate apples to apples. But I'll tell you, if I go on a trip somewhere in, in, outside of the country and I'm somewhere on the market, I'm trying to negotiate. I really am. Not, yeah, not, be not because though. I'm not willing to pay. I want to have some fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of... I'm, trying to think of I, I, I'm actually the same way. I'm trying to think of, I, I guess, outside of buying a car... People I feel sorry for car sales. Well, but they, they really don't, they don't hammer down the negotiations the same way that they do to the construction industry. Well, uh, you, 
What other careers are there? Maybe buying a house, but we know where they pad everything and where the extras are and how they gouge and all yeah, this other stuff. Yeah, but who are we kidding, right? really? But, but, but really what it really comes down to is how you conduct your business and the people you conduct your business with. And being a young guy, I was taken advantage of. I got older. I got sick of it. You learn. Uh, people, people kept negotiating, kept pushing me. They made me stronger. They made me smarter. And I got better contracts, easier contracts, more, uh, more understandable. And then, and then I, what I realized was the people I was dealing with. Were the and, problem. And that was the problem. Yep. What I needed to find out was my worth and what my company was It working. wasn't you. It wasn't your company. And it wasn't your approach. No, it, it, was, it was the people that you were speaking right. to. Right. And as people started to know who I was and respect me for the things that I do and my passion in the business and the industry, um, I started to deal with better people that didn't want any headaches. Because they found that when they negotiated with people and they either won or lost in a negotiation, they were still dealing with bad people. Oh, headaches and, came and, with those negotiations. And you know what? Now I'm fortunate to be in, in, a, in a, um, a, a point in my life where I have contractors giving me work or I have designers giving me work. Yeah. Because they've dealt with so many bad contractors, they don't want that kind of headache. So it's easier for us. But, I mean, there is some fun in negotiating. You know what? <laughs> uh, that 300 bucks. It taught you a lot, but look at, look at what you got from it. You, 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 you stood up for yourself. Of course. You weren't desperate and he understood that and he respected it. Well, and, you, hang on. And, you, and you, now you, he's one of our favorite. Very good friends. Yeah, but, yeah. but keep in he's mind, actually, keep in mind though, you stood up for your brand. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're yeah. right. Like you're, you're That's not, really important. you're not triple a contracting or something like that. You're not some fly by night contracting business. You're <laughs> protecting your brand. No, you totally are. And, yeah. and, you, and you know what? It, we take it personal. Like uh, when I first met up with Mike, um, you oh know, kind of getting off topic, but staying on topic, um, Mike would not change his company name. And I'm like, but it's you and me. And he's like, no, great. I made this 15 he's, he's years. I put my blood it. into this yeah. and it's made me get to this point. We are not changing. If you want to be my partner, you're going to stick with this name. And I'm like, this sucks, <laughs> <laughs> but I love the name now. And you know, people respect it. They understand it. They know where we're coming from. They know the passion. But it still gives us problems negotiating. I, I had a funny, really short story. Uh, some idiot in the publication industry uh, of the construction sector, I won't name any names, uh, wanted me to change my name to Softcore Reynolds. Really? Softcore, Softcore Reynolds? <laughs> That's actually and, and I Is that triple X? <laughs> I, basi I basically said that will never fucking happen. Uh, fudge. What's been your best moment to both of you guys? Softcore. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine that? Could you imagine if you're sitting here with Softcore? We've got many from Softcore Reynolds here. Why don't we hire him? He's limp. Let's get him in here. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Nothing's going to be rigid. It's all going to fall over. <laughs> Oh my God! I must be, we must be bend. using plastic two by fours. <laughs> <laughs> Once the heat gets to it, it bends, <laughs> becomes soft. <laughs> no, but what's been your what's been your favorite for both of you guys? What's been your favorite moment in negotiating, or what's your been your what's been the biggest? You know what mine is? Mine is that when I deal with clients that have interviewed me, gone through the whole process, looked at all my numbers, then spoke to all their friends all their family members and everything like that, and then shared my prices. Even though there's a disclaimer down on my invoice where you can't show it to anybody outside of this, right? But they always do. They always do. <laughs> but but then the, when they have their conversations with all their friends and family and they go, you know what, last year I went through a rental and it was an absolute nightmare and it was half that. And to be very honest, I would pay that price with no headaches. 
And he goes, well, that's what Manny brings. Manny brings no headaches. He takes care of everything. So my greatest is when clients realize that paying that extra money to not have any problems, and I absorb all the problems, is worth paying that extra money. You know, when we're pricing stuff out, a lot of times these guys are taking advantage of us. They're not telling us they're getting two or three prices, and, and, and they're expecting for free quotes. Yeah. So when we're negotiating with them, they're pretending that we're the only ones. I, sometimes I'd rather have someone come up to me and say, listen, I'm, I'm looking for three quotes. I'm really serious about you guys. Uh, you're one of the three people that I really want working with me, and I want, I'd like to negotiate with you on, on this project. Are you guys still doing free? Uh, no. You know what? No, not anymore. Okay, well, well I oh, guess no. we are. Hang on. I'll tell you how. That's going to be another topic, by the way. Well, I'm just the free estimate person, he or she, should be shot and hung. Um, yeah. No, I'm not even joking. But, but I'm we'll, not even gonna... we'll do a whole talk on estimates okay. and contracts. Well, and but like our, our, we are. Our we first... are doing free estimates, but they are during work hours. I, I'm not doing so it. So if you want me after 6 p.m., it's going to cost you money. But also, but also part it. of that free first negotiation with them is us coming out, feeling them out, seeing if they're the customer that we want to deal with. And if we even like the project, if it can even be fixed, some, some projects can't be fixed. There's not enough money. I to get fix as them. far as an email going, I found you, love your work, found you online, love to work with you. Can you give me a quote on this? I can send you the drawings. And I was saying, sure, send you the drawings and I'll give you a price on the scope for the estimate. Never hear from them again. Well, so I already know what they wanted. Well, for us, what they try to do is they try to get details from us. What they don't understand is they think that they're one person and they're taking up our just one. They think that we are just seeing them. Dozens, what they don't realize dozens. is we have 10 people a week that we come and see. Yep. So that means 10 people are wasting our time if they say no to us. Yep. And that's a time off of our customers' projects, away from our guys, um, educating ourselves, uh, getting tools, getting materials. What clients have to understand is that you've been in this business, whether it's been one year or 20 years or 30 years or whatever, you have done your homework. Yeah. You have done your research. You know exactly what it costs. You've built the relationships to build your team. So you have your guys that you can call and they can drop everything and come to your job site and take care of something in a pinch. So you have that, that loyalty. Rapport. Rapport. I want to get back on negotiations where, what about for your subtrades? No. Okay, here, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happens. I've learned since he's come on board with me. Actually, this guy's taught me a lot, but actually he's, you know what, buddy, he's, he's instilled some mean. So then change the name, Mike. No, I should change it to uh <laughs> mad core. No, 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 wait. Mad Mike. Mad, mad Mike. <laughs> no, no, no. Soft core creative. So anyways, um, no, I, I've learned to respect them. And what I mean by that is if I'm going to research them and have them give me a price, they're going to come at me with their price. And I'm, I'm, I'm not a negotiator when it comes down to the trades. I respect their price. I respect what they want to get paid for it. But we do the same thing. No, but hang on a second. So what I'll do is if, for example, a tile guy comes, a tile company comes and approaches me, and we, we talk and we say, listen, we have two bathrooms for you to do. They're going to say, okay, Mike, uh, you know what? Uh, it's $9,000. $9, you know what I say to them? Are you happy with that price? Is it fair? They'll say, yeah, of course. This is why I'm giving you the price. And I'll say, you know what? Let me get back to you. It's not a yes or a no today. I'll get back to you. I'm not going to say to them, if, I, if they're throwing me a $9,000 tag and I know, because you're not going to weasel your way through me. We have enough experience. I know it's a $6,000 job. I'm not going to call well, them back. And, and, I'm not going to negotiate them and make them feel like goats. But, I'm just not. But that negotiation has something else that's involved. And it's not just about money. It's not just about time. Right. It's about 
the finishes and the way they do it or the way that we want them to okay, do it. Okay, but... And that comes into negotiation because a lot of times I'll ask a guy, hey, can you lay tiles in that bath? And they just think they're just going to throw them down, not level them, no, not, not space them properly. You got to think about the trade when he's at the end of his his contracted kind of job to do. He's already thinking about the job that he's got to get to. So if you negotiate all, all of that beforehand where, listen, this is the level that I expect, but then he's coming to the wire and all of a sudden he's got to start another job on Monday. Yeah, and your job gets corners. affected by your it. Your job gets, it gets affected by yeah. Okay, sorry. Let me let me reiterate this. Basically, when I say that if I know the job is six thousand and he's charging me like eight or nine, the six thousand dollar figure that I know what the job should be at will still be at our standards at that price. Which then I know that if he's charging me nine, he's raping me. My, me and Mike will come up with a price. It'll be a it will be a strong price. That price will determine what their real budget is. And you've mentioned it before. It depends on what they have an idea or where they're getting their money from or, you know, what they really want to do. Well, I, okay. It's, I get tile guys. I've heard tile guys will install tile for like as low as $2 a square foot. Oh I never God. hire them. I never. Yeah. And then there's tile guys that will charge like anywhere from 11 to 14. And I've always or been 17. Yeah. I've always been in the 11 to kind of 14 range, but at that price per square foot, I expect God. You know what I mean? Well, you like know, perfection. No, you're right. And a, a lot of times uh, people will hear our number between 17 and $21 a square foot. But they think we're just laying a tile. What they don't understand is we're back buttering. Um, oh, you're laying it out. We're, we're, say if it's marble, we're making it look like a yeah. tree or a yeah. lightning bolt. Um, we're leveling the ground, like self-level. Most people don't use self-level. We're screwing down the subfloor. We're making sure if there's OSB, we're, we're removing back to, it. Back to apples and apples. There's waterproofing. Yeah. There, there's, I could keep going on yeah. for that price, I but know. to try to explain that to someone, you're overwhelming them. And what happens in negotiations is if you tell the customer too much, they don't understand. They think they can cut some things out that are really important in the deal. You know what we should be doing is we should probably be like, every time the clients want to negotiate and try to bring our price down, we'll tell them, well, why don't you not choose those really expensive draperies? Why don't you not choose that oh really expensive God, rug? Oh my God, it's so why true. Why not, not, instead of the leather couch that's made out of uh, puppies, uh, like why don't you choose something that's like pleather or something? You know what? You know, but they get insulted if you bring that up. Well, I they're trying to negotiate with you. I'm sorry to cut you off, but they're trying to negotiate with you because they want to save that money to get the puppy couch. Yeah. You know what I mean? And or I'm the big like, screen TV. We yeah. Can, yeah. The, yeah. That's yeah. what I was just about to say. Make that 10, fireplace smaller. Oh, no, but I need my 70-inch screen TV so is that on why, there. Is okay, that, is well, that, it's going to cost you. Is that the primary reason why clients are negotiating with us? Because they're trying to save money on the you decorating know what? I stuff? Think, I think you hit it there because, yeah. you know what? We, we looked at a, um, my wife's friend hired us for a project. And, you know, she had a, a set budget of $30,000 for the project. But she was willing to spend $30,000 on appliances. And I'm like, can you balance that out? Yeah. Do you understand that you're trying to like cut me down and you want $30,000 appliances, but you actually think that it's only going to cost $30,000 to renovate this kitchen. The kitchen, $30,000. Are you crazy? That's, no. that, that's, not, that's not a fair apples and apples. And, and then they learn the hard way. Of course. They, because when you start to walk away from them and it doesn't make any sense and you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, you have to find a way to get out of there. Oh, you or, or just walk away from you the leave. project. You walk away from it. You, you know what the best part too is that I find uh, if if they really want like to get, jeez, man, I'm not even asking to get cut some slack, but usually when we go in, they're always asking us for what numbers, numbers, give me numbers. I need numbers, numbers, numbers. What would be nice for a change for all the people out there that are looking to renovate 
do yourself a favor and give your contractor a break. Why not tell them what your budget is first? Yeah, but Mike, I want to stand and up for all the contractors out I there. I do okay? want to stand. But, oh, I'm standing. Up. That's why I'm standing. I'm no, saying. No, but I'm there saying, is. But a, there is, and I will stand by my word when I say this. There is no set cost in construction. Never. It's different for everyone. You have different guys working for you. Use different type of material, with him. and you have a different approach. I 100 percent so agree when, with. When him. you hear a price and you're trying to negotiate and say that guy said 20 and you're 30, you didn't let me finish, dude. Sorry, sorry. I'm saying, I get excited. guys, I know you do, and it's awesome. I get it. I'm gonna back exactly what you're saying. So what I'm basically pointing at is when the guy comes at you and he says, "Listen, I want my kitchen done. I want my whole main level redone." Can you rip out this and lipstick that and give me all the wainscoting? My budget's 50 grand. That's going to give me the ammunition to say, you know what, buddy? I'm not your contractor. And then everybody's time is saved. Well, well, here, here's a perfect example. So Mike says to me last week, he says, okay, we have, uh, we have, uh, I need you on this one appointment to estimate a job. Uh, it's a potential new, uh, the developer that wants to work with us, he's he's willing to try some new things. He wants to do Schluter. Uh, he doesn't want to do chicken wire anymore. He's you know he's really places Toronto. He's, he's, Toronto's he's the only growing. place that He's growing and he and he's yeah. changing. He's changing his his uh, his name. He's actually becoming a better builder. You know. Uh, anyway, so we get called. Mike says you got to meet me. I had to go off the job site. I, I hate leaving the job site. Oh, he told me about this before. You so were, yeah. so we show up there. Never met the guy before. Um, and we're the only ones with the hard hats on, by the way. Yeah. I go, we're not going in that house because it's a brand new construction build. And I see like five guys outside with no helmets. They're all eating sandwiches outside, whatever. And I'm just like, okay, play the place is a mess. You can't even get through the front door. And I'm like, okay, it's a beautiful home, but the place isn't organized. This is a custom home. This is a custom home. Good. And I'm just like, okay, you know, you could tell the workmanship is great, but is there's you know, they're working more than they're cleaning up and so on. So there's nobody on site kind of doing that. Nobody's Any, anyways, we walk trade. in, we got the helmets on and Mike says, um, should we be taking our helmets off? And I look at Mike and I say, no, <laughs> if they want to get a ticket, they can get a ticket. We're not going to get one. Anyways, sk skip over that. The, the guy sees me with a, well, with a Stabila level. He sees me with a DeWalt laser and he sees a measuring tape and him with a book. And he says, oh shit. He goes, are you going to check my framing? And I said, Oh yeah. yeah, for sure, bro. <laughs> you think you yeah. think I'm coming here to waste my time? Yeah. When you called me, I was serious about coming and doing your job. I'm not here to waste my time. You just pulled me away from six hours of my day. I am not going to lose the opportunity to, to take a look at this job and take a look at it once. I don't want to look at it twice. I don't want to look at it three times. I'm taking a look at it. I'm giving you the price, and I'm hoping that— How did he react to that? He, he kind of liked it. <laughs> they were kind of in shock. Um, he they, wasn't expecting it. He, no, he, he was—he came down. He goes— so, Holy shit, so John, anyways, they got freaking lasers. <laughs> <laughs> They've like got freaking lasers. Yeah, they got freaking lasers. But hey, he, is, that, is that a mini me? Yeah, it is. <laughs> hey, freaking lasers. It got to the point where I kept telling him, I'm like, Claudio, stop talking. I mean, Claudio, stop talking because you're educating these guys even more than they know but what the hell is going on. You know what? I'm, I'm not afraid of it because you know what? If they're not already not doing it in their in their project, they're not going to do it. They're not going to end but up doing it. But then they started asking us questions. But, so, so what happened was we walked. We we I basically said in the negotiation, I said, guys, show me what you want us to take a look at. Show me what you what you have and what you want to do, and let's just go through the rooms. And then I want you guys to leave us for an hour and let us do our thing. 
So walks us around, blah, blah, blah. And I say to him, I say, you know, is it okay if I write on your floors? We pull out the laser, we start marking the floors. We're finding out where the floors are out. I start putting the level to the wall. I'm like, oh my God, crowns, crowns are in and out. Okay, just so everybody knows, when you are framing a bathroom or any area that's being tiled, the crowns critical, out, it's... crowns out, crowns out. <laughs> Not crowns in, out, in, out, in, out, <laughs> crowns out. So the shower's the it most fails. important. It fails in the first second. So I say to him, I say, hey, listen, I don't want to be that guy that you hate that came on your job site that picked away everything, but I have to explain to you that what's going to determine the cost is what you've already paid for and what you've already had done here. So I need to cost them the same to do it properly when yeah. it was being done. Well, and, and he admitted to it. We became really good, good. and good friends. He, he started to understand, uh, a couple guys had come in. So he had, he had really liked our energy and where we were coming from. He saw that we were taking it professionally, that we were really serious about the project. We were different from the other contract. And he, and he basically said, no one's coming here with a laser. No one's coming here with a How many guys did no he No one's talked about leveling. There was four in total. Four. Um, we were one of the four that was uh, pa passed on, highly passed on to him. Um, I showed him how out his floors were. These were brand new uh, eyes. This, is a, this beams. is a new home. Brand new. Brand new how built home. How much were they off? Uh, over four feet, three quarters of an inch. Fuck. And traveling, wow. and traveling. These are new I-beams. These are new LVLs. This is brand new construction. Maybe, so the, that, maybe the framers didn't have batteries in their laser. Well, you know, at least there was plywood down. Mm. Um, anyway, so we start looking around, and then he starts to tell me, he says, well, aren't you going to use the shooter pan? And I'm like, well, you know what? Well, this is a personal opinion. From my experiences, I'd rather build a sand bed because this is a custom sand. This is a custom shower. It's not made. You didn't, you didn't build it with a pan in mind. So I want to have my edges completely level. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pitch it to the drain. And this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm not going to do. It's going to be waterproof, blah, 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 blah. At the end of the project, he said, I've learned more from you than anyone that's walked through here today. Yeah. He goes, I, I don't, right now, I really like you guys, but it's going to be a well price. And and you know what? Me and you Mike, look, me, me and Mike look yeah. at each other. Me it, and Mike look at each other, and we're like, we're not you know what? Get this job. I'm hoping that in the future we get a relationship. I don't think we're going to get this project because they're already so deep in, and they weren't really expecting to. The one, the one, the one partner convinced the other partner to start doing some new things. Unfortunately, it was already halfway in the project. I think that in the future, they're going to keep us in mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to land this I job. That. I agree. Um, only because of the things that we have to fix. So well, You never know. We're still in negotiations still with them, yeah. but, but that doesn't mean that we're going to drop our prices and our showing, values. Yeah, but you showing up the way you did already with your gear to walk on a job site with lasers, with levels, with everything you needed to have. Can you say freaking lasers? Freaking lasers. Yeah. Like, freaking yeah. laser beams. That, that already <laughs> sets the tone for him to negotiate for you in, in that job or in future jobs. Well, well, the funny part was he said to me, he said, what else do you guys do? And I said, <laughs> well, we build houses. And he goes, so you guys aren't just waterproof and tile setters? Or like, no, but we're really good at it. And that's why our name gets around. You know, we get our, our name gets around for a lot of things because we're passionate. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, well, you know, um, I, I understand now that you're like, I wish all my guys were tile setters because the, the framers would appreciate the framing more well, we if they laid this. tiles, know. you know, it but it was, it was trade. nice. It was a good feeling, but yeah. what a waste of time. If this doesn't pan, if this out, doesn't for pan us. out six yeah. hours and we're still into writing up the con we're still into negotiating the price. So me and Mike have got to a point where we're going to throw them a number and that's going to determine if they're serious or not. That's going to mean that we've already lost six hours. We p might potentially have a customer in the future, someone that we can work with on many projects. If not, 
we're walking away with six hours lost, but that's six Mike, hours of our life gone. Mike, do you mm. shift gears on when you're putting a quote together? If the negotiations you feel are going to go south and you don't think that they're going to choose you, or you still present? Oh, I, no, I, I still go full tilt. I, I do. do. I still I present do. everything. Here are all my pages. Here are all my numbers. This is how it is. If you hire me, great. But if you don't hire I, me, then no. I'm going to interrupt you. I know because I, I know the, what you're going to say. The, this guy's hilarious. I'm the seven foot ostrich. Or, yes. Or, or, or what? Sorry, giraffe. sorry, giraffes. Giraffe. You're a okay. big giraffe. I'm the big guy walking in, and I've got the uh, and I have the big man syndrome. <laughs> I don't have to say too much. You know, I just sit back and listen, and I try to educate. But, Hello, thi tiny. but this guy, the minute he thinks that someone's wasting our time, what does he do? He he just stops it. <laughs> he just and he's like, break? listen, I want to know your budget right now. <laughs> Stop really? wasting, yeah. Really? He's like, stop wasting our time. And uh, uh, sorry, I, kinda, I had to put that in. Okay, I kind of did that today because I got the feeling that we were educating them more than they even knew, and then and they stole his wallet. Well, they could have been playing us for stupid because there's a lot of smart guys out there. No, the, pro yeah. the project was a really good build. There was a, it was a good project. But again, what we always come back down to is is the pride of the of the companies that are doing the work. No, truth be told, he comes on. It's awesome. He is the seven foot giraffe, and if he wasn't there, I'd be I wouldn't be as intimidating. It's that's nice to know very, that he's there because all a, I got to do is say Carlito. That's a very short giraffe, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> seven. It's true. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, actually you true. know what? I'm just saying. <laughs> that's kind of contradicting, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, just maybe seven. I should be like a horse or something <laughs> or a donkey. <laughs> Certain areas wait, on wait, your body are seven like foot donkey. Wait, let's, yes. let the, let's set this tone straight. Uh, uh. You do have some horse attributes. Now is that jackass or donkey? Oh, that depends on the day. Anyways, whatever. So we met these guys. Yeah, I asked him for the budget, and then I stole his wallet. Well, okay. So so here's the thing. Me me and Mike, we talked about this before. We have different kinds of jobs. You and I. Yeah. So I mean. We're dealing with more blue-collared and normal construction. What is it like for you? Because, like, you know, I come in here it's again, education. and everything you do is custom. It's education. So how do you deal with negotiating? Because, you know what, we want to get to that point. We want to eventually get to the point where our customers respect us, and they don't say, oh, I don't know if I trust you or not. But here, this is my dream. I've always you know wanted what, to have this. Here's $20,000. Do it for me. You know what I do? It's... I dive into their decorating world. So you get to I, understand them. I get to understand them. So they already start talking to me. So I'm speaking to them about kitchen cabinets. They're speaking to me about dining room table and couches, specific hmm. dining room table, live edge and custom. So I dive into their world. They dive into my world. So we're both on the same planet. So when we're having conversations about certain things, I'm like, guys, it costs this much to do this. It costs this much. So there's a fair assumption. So it's not like it's not like that scenario you guys had where someone was saving $30,000 for appliances and they expect you to build a kitchen for $30,000. That doesn't make any sense. That's a square peg in a round hole. No, it hole, doesn't. But, but you right? know what? This is the fantasy land that most people are in. They have no idea. Their goal and their mindset is on appliances. And oh, totally. They have no idea what it takes. All the glitz and glam, and, yeah. and and I, but I also during negotiations with all my clients, I constantly remind them of, and don't forget, you still have drapery. 
and don't forget you have rugs. <laughs> but but you're at a different level. Like, uh, but I just, do, th- I so do people, that because I know how much money is spent on those items. But so people can understand okay, but, the difference between your business and mine and Mike's business. Okay, but hang on a is second. we're doing twenty to thirty to forty houses a year. Oh yeah, I'm not. Doing you're that. doing one or one. two custom homes. Yeah, that's what I'm. And doing. you focus on yeah, them, and, and you here. get to know them really well. We're in and out. Even though we're doing additions and uh, complete guts. We're doing 20 or 30 and it's taking and consuming us yeah. more. Yeah. You know, we don't get to focus and, and move like in. Drain? You're stressed. Uh, <laughs> to say stress. Yeah, of course. So, so I, I dive in. I dive into their world so they can dive into my world. So then we're basically in the same pool and we're understanding both of our. But, but the truth is when we're negotiating with people half the time, we're, we're blowing their minds with new products. And, yeah. you know, we talk about this all the time. Too. I love that. Educating yourself, yep. getting to know new products, things that work. It's not just about a new product. It's about a new product that's been studied and yep. researched. And it has been out for 10 years, but no one's talked about all it. All my clients know that I disappear around January for IBS. And you we're going to be, this year, syndrome? we're coming with you. You yep. have irritable bowel syndrome every January? <laughs> <laughs> Every January, I'm on the can. Yeah, there it is. No. That's awesome. They know I take and off. And Cardito's apparently joining you. <laughs> you are too. I don't go anywhere without you, buddy. You're absolutely right. But but I also go to KBIS, okay? So it's not just IBS, it's well, KBIS. And, and you know what? I'm really jealous about this because um, for us to be better negotiators, we need we more need... more arsenal, more ammunition yeah. in our repertoire. Yeah, you know, when and, I was there, my, my clients were always asking me when I was there, they were texting me going, what did you notice? What did you learn? What, mm-hmm. What's going on? What's the trends? And I just kept on texting back this year. Black. Just be prepared for black appliances, black, black closets, faucets, black, black dining rooms. Everything was black. Yeah. And that was a trend there. And, and guess what's <laughs> happening in this kitchen? Gray? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Blue. <laughs> it was shades of black. That's Mike's heart. It's blue. <laughs> no, so all these little things add to negotiation. It's unfortunate that they're also not being totally honest with us. And they always expect in a negotiation that we are up to something or trying to take advantage. Listen, the, the prices are somewhat pretty well That's set. The stigma the, the, you know, there's, there's only, a, we can only make so much and lose so much in negotiations. Yeah. I mean, um, but trying to educate a person on using better products is a whole other ball game of negotiations. Too. That's even a bigger uphill battle because now it's not something that's been proven yet, but yet you want to try it out because it's new and it's going to either make your life a lot easier, but also make their house last longer. Yeah, and most people have been brainwashed, right? right. Oh, completely. Yeah, like completely. Uh, they've, they've heard so much crap and they don't know the facts, but thank God we've got Google these days and, uh, oh, you know, YouTube and you've got, you got options. You, you know what, if you do well, some research, hurts us more than it no, helps it, us. It, you know what, you are right there. People are reinventing things that they shouldn't have to reinvent. I saw this on YouTube, and it actually can get done in two minutes. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. Get him to do it then. Yeah. Like, they, they really don't know, and that's... Cardito, honestly, I don't want to no, sound... No, that's a good I don't, point. I don't You're right. Sound, no, no, no. Do okay. not want to okay. sound arrogant, okay. Okay. So let but me I give, know. Let me give you a scenario. Let me give you a scenario of three different kinds of clients, okay? So I approach you, and I say to you, you guys are contractors, came to me, I found you whichever way, it doesn't matter. You guys came to my home and I be, and I'm honest with you guys. And I say, I don't know shit about what this costs. I really don't know. I need to do a three piece bathroom. I need to gut all this out. What is the ballpark that I should get? Well, that's the first client. Okay. Second client. Uh huh. Um, you've come into my house, same scenario. 
I've watched all the TV shows. I've been on Google and I'm being told that this three piece bathroom should cost X amount. The third client comes in and go, this is what I got. It's a fair assumption of how much money you need to actually make what the bathroom they want to put together. And so how do you treat all three of those clients? First client that doesn't know anything that says basically what you just said about, I have no idea how much this is going to cost or whatever. I immediately call Carlito and I say, we're going to Vegas. No, that's not <laughs> true at all. So those are, those are actually yeah. the people that I like to work with. Yeah. And, and, and those are the people that are really surprised. They're actually really surprised how expensive it is. Yes. Fuel costs us. Uh, materials cost us. Uh, they don't realize how many bits we have to go through. They don't realize how many reciprocating saw yeah. blades we have to go through, how many grinder blades. So you have all the hard material. You have all the skills. All they see is a toilet, a you vanity, a light. Okay, again, it's going to sound really cheesy, but it's I, I give them... An honest, an honest price, and I give them a fair value, and I try to spend so their money wisely. So, out of the three, out of those three clients, which one do you want to work with first, and which one do you want to work with last? One hundred percent, what Cardito said, the the, the, the very client. first guy that I, doesn't know anything because we can blow well, them away. No, man, you know what? For for me, it doesn't matter about either three of them. It's about the negotiations. It's about uh, finding out who's willing to work with us, who has the budget, because you know what? Door number one may not know what they're doing and they might think it's only $12,000 and it's really uh, a $25,000 uh, price tag. I have to tell them and educate them that they need to call me back in a year. They need to call me back in six yep. months when they've saved up the money. Yep. Don't take the You're chance of hiring a butcher to yep. come in here and tear your house apart. Now, number two, your, your number two question was what? Sorry again. Number two is somebody who's watched all the shows and done all the Google searches and based on blogs and whatever says that a fair assessment of what a three-piece bathroom should be this amount. Well, and you know what? Here, here it is again. Um, most people are trying to, to convince them that they should only have to put 10% down. Um, you know, they what should you hold mean, the deposit. Yeah. Like I hear this all the time. Really, the negotiation about what we're going to do and how far the project's going to, even how it's going to start is going to negotiate how much money's going to come down. Yeah. Because you know what? I think that when we're negotiating, I don't want to have the upper edge on the, on the homeowner. And I don't think the homeowner should have an upper edge on me. I think the whole time that we're negotiating and they're paying me and I'm receiving money and doing the work, it should be an even Steven. You know it. what? I because at, what at any saying. point, we can just walk away and be happy. Yeah. But I never walk away. Yeah. Uh, number three, you, you said that uh, the third person would be... The third person has basically done all their research. They say that this is exactly what it should cost. They've looked into everything, and that's the exact number, and it's actually in line with your number. Okay, well, going back to number two, I kind of like people that are... They've uh, done all the blog and yeah, YouTube and they're creative. TV you, shows. you know what? It, I, I, don't really? agree, I don't agree with the pricing of it. I don't agree with their timing schedule, but I, I like them a little bit more because I get to do some more creative things. I don't like to do the basic drywall. I don't like to do the but basic framing. their numbers framing. are off. No, their man. numbers are off, but that is our job to teach them that in the negotiations. Yeah. And, and, and door number three, I mean, you that's know. That's the client that you want on paper. <clears throat> that's the client that you want. But I get nervous with those clients. Yeah, because sometimes they're too smart for their own good. Yeah. And, and this isn't just about negotiations with homeowners. This is negotiations with, with contractors. One of our problems with negotiating with, with contractors, like uh, we are working with new guys constantly because no one is consistent about what they say they're going to do. So here we are, a professional to a professional, and I know what they're capable of doing. And I say, okay, listen, this is what I'm known for. I'm known for having clean sites, safe sites, 
You guys now need to sign in. You need to wear your helmets. You need to put your boots on and you need to be clean. It's really one of my biggest, one of our biggest reports. Like we really want to be known for that. Um, I think it makes a big difference for the homeowner too, right? Completely. Um, but these guys say, but don't do what they do. And in so negotiations. How do, you, how do you handle that? Well, we've been moving on. I mean, you let them go we, and don't work with there's them. There's talented guys, but you can't. If they they're not willing to if change, they're not listening to like your word's your word. Yes. I was brought up in a generation that when you made a agree. handshake yeah. and you gave your word, uh, that was your word. 100%. We didn't need paperwork these days. You need to send an email. You need to write it down. You need to get a signature. That's not the generation I was brought up in. How is a contractor supposed to handle themselves with a client who doesn't want to pay that last bill? Well. Um, there's always the legal way and that's putting a lien on someone's home. It's expensive. Um, it's expensive, but you'll get your money back, but you'll, um, you'll lose the money that it costs the, on the legal fees. The truth, but the truth is, is that the reason homeowners always get screwed at the end by the contractor because the law in Canada is for the, the contractor for the contractor. Yeah. It's definitely contractor. for the contractor. It's yeah. definitely for the not contractor. For the, not for the clients, that's for sure. You got a power, you got a power lawyer, you can possibly win. You can put some stress know, on someone, spending, you can put someone out okay. of business. I remember when during that same scenario, I was speaking to my lawyer and and they were basically saying how much money is it? And I told them it was 11,000 and change and they're like not worth it. You're going to spend about that much fighting them legally. That I, was I've the been same thing I was told when, when we got screwed last year. I know. I, so I know, but we could have won that. We could have put a lien on them, put some, a lien on someone good. I'm talking about someone bad. Of course. And listen, the negotiations and negotiate. We did what you we said we would do, even better than we said we'd do. It's time to pay. But then they don't want to pay. So how is a contractor supposed to speak to this person? I guess they try to reason it as best they possibly can, trying to understand it. And then I guess you negotiate and you whittle it down. And my scenario is from four thousand down to uh, nine hundred and twelve dollars, nine hundred and thirteen dollars, nine hundred twelve. No, nine hundred twelve dollars. Thirteen cents. You said thirteen cents. Oh, sorry, thirteen. So you, I guess you negotiate, but then eventually, if they don't want to pay, then you're gonna have to go the legal route. You're gonna you're gonna have to see uh, a lawyer for it. It doesn't cost a lot, but you know what? You can put interest on that. I've even okay, gone. Hang on a I, sec. So this is what I was dying to say. Okay, so you're going to pay legal fees to collect nine hundred and twelve dollars. Sometimes, sometimes it's more about the principle than it is about the money. Okay, so and, then, and if you're yeah. in that position to be able to do that, good for you. Okay, well, what if you're not? If okay, you, I, if you don't mind me asking. And so I, if you're not in the position to spend five grand to get back nine hundred, I've I've walked away from a lot of money. Um, I'm not even kidding you when I can tell you I've lost easy. Oh, my plumber stole easy. me over his years. He's been doing it for 25, 30 years. He says he's lost over a hundred thousand dollars. That's nothing. But that's, here's that's the fun. Nothing. Here's the killer part. Not from clients pain from contractors, not pain. Yeah. Contractors, not paying yeah. the subs. And, and what they they keep wow. saying is they keep saying, uh, we'll pay you later. As yeah. long as they're telling you that they're going to pay you, well, I'll pay you they a can little keep bit dragging now, it on. And, and I, I have another job for you. And, and they want to drown you. They, they want to drown yeah, you. Yeah, I know. And then they'll, fig they'll figure one day you'll forget about it. And I'm like, I don't know about you guys, but I haven't forgotten about a single dollar that's no. still owed me. It's right? too hard. You work so hard no, for it, no, right? That's yeah. why. I, when, when someone calls us out to a job and we go out there, we better be on our negotiation game. You know why? Because if we're not... We're wasting our time so and our company's time. So basically, you get on time. the job site, and if it's a client or if it's a contractor, and you're being hired as a sub, you present yourself as professional as possible. Well, I, co I come in there being who well, I am. I, I'm not someone that I'm not. Yeah. I think the most important part about negotiation, let's talk about uh, not how we're doing it, but really what it's about. 
you, you get a phone call, you go to a house, you take a look at the project. Uh, the negotiation is uh, what, what kind of, what kind of dream do you have or what kind of finishes you want? Then you talk about price and you better hope you're going to land the price, uh, land that deal because you're wasting time if you don't. Yeah. yeah. So really the, the trick to this is be an honest guy, call it how it is. Try not to, to, you know, basically take advantage of anyone. Don't yeah. let anyone take advantage of you. Put, have respect put both for each parties other. on the same level. Yeah. And I, I think that for everyone, if if you have a payment plan and a negotiation uh, that you both, the homeowner and the contractor, are at par at all times, everyone feels like they're in par, in, in power. Yep. And at that point, the negotiations are, are smoother. They don't feel like they're being taken advantage of. We don't they feel like we're being advantage. Yeah. They won't go south. So if you, or, or you it, can freeze the project, like yeah, you said, yeah. you've frozen projects yeah, before. Yeah. You've told me that you were at a, you were at a, 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 an even level with the homeowners. And you were able to stop the project until they either had the money yep. or until they figured it out with exactly. their designer or exactly. architect. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, if you you if you're not happy, you haven't negotiated properly. That's true. And if you're not negotiated properly, then the quality is not going to be there either. Yeah, uh, you just shouldn't even take the job. Then well, don't take the job and yeah, walk away from that's it. That's my motto. But if you do take the job and you negotiated badly, or if the negotiation has gone badly still finish the job. Hey, Manny, I don't know how you always do this, but for some weird reason, me and Mike will keep yapping on and you'll just like, out of nowhere, like you won't say anything for five minutes and all of a sudden you'll say one thing like, uh, why don't you respect the brand of your name of your company? <laughs> He's like, and I'll Polk be like, Roo. and I'll be like, no, it's true. How many guys when they're going to negotiate don't respect their name, their name, their own That's company the name. Guys, when you're, when you are at a negotiation, remember, your name is on the line and yep. it might not be your personal name. It is your company name. And you know what? One thing I can say about Mike, um, I'm getting to know you, Manny. Mike has not changed his company name in over 15 years. 15 that years, shows eh? me yeah. pride. That shows me passion. That shows me he's not hiding from anybody. But when you see guys and I see this all the time, I see guys with three or four different company names and I'm like, why are you running? <laughs> Just get out of the business, man. They you got, suck. They got the they got the business license. No, you ripped in everyone pants. off. Everyone knows who you are already. <laughs> Stop negotiating. So don't negotiate with those but, guys. But those guys are the guys that you're playing poker with, and they got poker face. Yeah, but those and they the negotiate. They're not building your house. But, but but they go in. They give the homeowner what they want. They start the job and they take their money. And another thing is your contractors uh, that you're using. Hopefully they, they have a handshake and they keep their word. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, there's always Hopefully. a contract. Um, I'm a man of my word and a handshake goes a long way with me. We at Creatix Contracting do contracts. <laughs> <laughs> but Handshake's but it, great. But, you can shake my hand. And, fuck, I'll even hug and you. And another note, uh, um, if you make a really big contract, it can really scare your customers away. True. Yeah. So there's well, a balance. There's a balance yeah, in that as long paperwork. As it's worth every penny. It's but, worth the but same. guys, hey, that contract's protecting both of us. Yeah, but yes, dude, that's what it's supposed big to do. Contract. Okay. What do you mean with respect well, to numbers? Yeah, extra. That's a different podcast, man. Yeah. Different okay. podcast. Okay. Anyways, podcast. guys, uh, uh, I can't wait until episode four. Um, and uh, what are we gonna talk about then? I don't know. Tune in. <laughs> next week <laughs> tune in next week and we'll let you know what we'll talk about you know what I'm gonna have to negotiate with uh, Manny right now <laughs> <laughs> it's not my call it's not my call it's the construction life call negotiate I didn't say go nation <laughs> 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 
I said, from T.O., baby. <laughs> Only from T.O. <laughs> Around the world, the T.O. <laughs> Yo, T.O. Out of here. <laughs> Motivational Monday. And Carlito's got some words of wisdom. Haters don't really hate you. They hate themselves because you're a reflection of what they wish to be. 